Hello, hello. Hey up, what's up, what's good? Que cosa sucede? Ni hao, Puviet. Welcome to the Any Given Runway Show. I'm your host, Randall Carlton Green. Any Given Runway celebrates the exploration of new cultures by highlighting some of the most interesting, intellectual, and artistic people in the world. Everyone has a story. Each person a scholar. We have a fantastic episode for you today devoted to travel as we bring back one of my favorite guests, luxury travel planner Mary D. Patrick. As you can hear, I'm at an airport right now. We're on location from the Denver International Airport, which is fitting for a show called Any Given Runway. The Denver Airport is one of my favorites in the United States. It's the second largest airport in the world at over 50 square miles, essentially one and a half times the size of Manhattan. It's elegant. It is massive. And more importantly, it's incredibly busy. I feel it is the Grand Central Station of airports and is ranked as the third busiest airport in the United States, eighth in the world. There's a constant flux of people coming and going. I especially love that this airport had a Team Hoyt advertisement, one of my all-time favorite humans. Now, I'm tucked away on the third floor of Mezzanine, but we still might get interrupted by some airport announcements. We'll power through it. Real quick shout out to Flight Attendant Noel from Southwest Airlines. Wonderful conversation. Speaking of wonderful conversations, I'm excited to bring back today's guest, Mary D. Patrick. She's a luxury travel planner, part of Mary D. Travel. Whether planning a destination vacation or a trip around the world, Mary has covered it all. After settling her commercial real estate business. She established herself as someone who could provide outstanding luxury travel. She's a passionate traveler and is search for an advisor who will give her amazing options outside the canned trips and chain hotels found online. If boutique resorts, private bespoke tours, and unique adventures are what you seek to travel, then Mary D is representative for you. I always love chatting with Mary D and I felt it was important to bring her back because of the changes that we're going to see in travel moving forward and as restrictions are alleviated and rules have allowed international travel to become more open. I thought it was extremely beneficial to bring Mary D to talk about what a traveler is going to face and also how they can stay up to date on all the things that might hinder their travel, such as the need for immunizations. Mary D also chats about why it's important to have a travel advisor who speaks your travel language. And finally, she shares with us some of her most memorable trips that she has planned. She's helped individuals and families visit locations all across the planet, and she reflects back on the ones that stand out for her emotionally. Always love Bringing back Mary D, she is a wealth of knowledge in the travel field, someone who I lean on for advice, but also go to for recommendations and inspirations. She's an absolute delight with the chat about travel because she's incredibly passionate about exploring. I love having her as a guest, and I know you will too. So let's go ahead and welcome back any given runway's favorite luxury travel planner, Mary D. Patrick, and let's learn. What are some things to expect moving forward? Because we're slowly starting to open up. I don't, I don't want to use the phrase get back to normal, but we're starting to start to open up more and more and there's a lot of new changes. So I would say the biggest change in the future is going to be for the travel advisor or a traveler to be extremely on top with alerts and without bash, bashing any specific organization, it is woefully inept what is on Google and what is supposed to be the national go-tos for uh, getting information. Uh, I'll give a great example. Um, I've had clients that were going to Hawaii and part of the group was allowed in and the other part was not, not because their COVID test was not the same COVID test. The lab in which the lab was tested was not accepted into Hawaii. 
Yeah. Have it had that happen with this exact same place to all kinds of international destinations. So what I mean to tell you, it's about checking the specifics. Some countries are requiring uh, medical evacuation insurance in specific types. And if you don't have it, you must purchase it upon entrance into the country. None of that was going on. You may have had some health tests you had to do. You may have had to have a visa, but it's going to be really doing your due diligence and uh, researching to find the answers because just because you go to a national website and check what it says about a specific country, they're not always putting in there the excluded parts. So I would say do your homework voraciously before you travel. Things can change so rapidly. Things could theoretically change if you're going to a destination that's far away. It could change during your eight, 12 hour flight. A new rule could happen. So I'm always concerned about how do you know what you don't know or what you're supposed to know when you don't know, especially with things changing. I want to start though with that with immunization. So I know a lot of countries are going to have immunization requirements because of COVID, mm -hmm. but this also mm -hmm. new. They have, there are certain countries that have had immunization requirements. Sure. How would one find out immunizations that they need uh, super question. Uh, anybody that's traveled to Africa or some of these other countries that, you know, whether it's for yellow fever or, you know, uh, other, uh, they want you to have immunizations before you enter their country. And it's, it's, it's wide and varied and changes. Um, that's where I go back to, if you're not using a travel advisor that you trust, use a tour operator or a group that specializes in that country and that destination. Um, but even with that, find the link to the specific country and area that you're going to uh, and stay on top of what their national organization is, is, is saying. Um, I'm going to Egypt next week and I'm, I'm really excited, but it has been a chore to find the detail um, on what's in Egypt because most of their sites are in Arabic and they even, you can't do the Google translate. And I don't know about you, but I don't speak Arabic. So. <laughs> but uh, it, you're gonna just have to really do your homework. But I also think your safest and best bet, unless you are a Lone Ranger that enjoys traveling and putting the pieces by yourself and going it alone, go with a guided supported itinerary group that is doing everything the same for the same group of people because they are going to be so on top of things that change um or work with a travel advisor that has inside travel connections to ensure you get the most up-to-date um, information but even with that it's still the traveler's responsibility because just as you brought up um i've already had travelers that went to a destination and while they were there, uh, things changed. Um, now a lot of like the United States gave plenty of heads up at, at this date is when we're going to start requiring you to have a COVID test to come back to the U S there are some areas that made changes in protocol while people were on their trip. And if you had a travel advisor, you got in touch with them and, you know, to the client and, and, and did what you could to help facilitate either testing or what was required so that it didn't disrupt their vacation. How do you personally stay up to date with the 200 plus countries and all their intricate idiosyncratic rules? For instance, certain locations won't let you enter if you've been to other locations. Right. Um, other locations won't let you enter if your passport is has is expires in a certain amount of time. There's just so many different things for you to listen right. to about the websites not being great because maybe you don't read the language, but also some of these smaller countries might not have up-to-date websites. These are all common things. So how do you stay up to date with just this in, an infinite amount of changes that could happen? 
Well, and again, great question. Um, travel agents, we're all different. We all have different affiliations and are connected with different groups. Um, the particular host agency, and not all travel agents have a host agency, but the host agency that I work with, Travel Edge, and you can equate it to like a broker for a real estate agency, if that makes sense. There's usually a much bigger body that can help to support an independent contractor, travel agent that does, has an affiliation with them. We have resources that are huge and vast and global and specific people that are looking out for not only hundreds of travel advisors like myself, um, but the organization as a whole for their clientele. And we get at least weekly updates. When there is a major change, we get an immediate bulletin. I'll give you a, you know, a, a good example. Um, and this is not nothing to do with, uh, with COVID. Uh, there was a volcano eruption on St. Vincent a few weeks ago. And um, it, it's St. Vincent, it is uh, the southernmost part of the Caribbean, actually closer to South America. And a lot of us send honeymooners to St. Lucia, which is literally 50 miles away. And that volcano had not erupted in 50 years. And it erupted while one of my colleagues had a honeymooner down on St. Lucia. They watched, it looked like somebody was punking them that had a prank because they go down to St. Lucia where the pitons are gorgeous, but you look across to the Sufris that are in St. Vincent and literally it was, you know, Mount St. Helen blowing off, billowing smoke. You saw little to nothing on the nightly news or on Google that this was going on because it was such a remote yeah. part of the world. And the travel advisor colleague of mine that had somebody down there at the time, you know, had to work on things to, figure out, do they need to leave? How much is this going to affect? Is the ash going to navigate by the air? And we have direct in contacts, not only to the general manager, sales managers that are on site with the resort, but into TSA and other travel related sites to where we can figure out the most expedient way to help our travelers. We even have it mapped to where we'll get alerts if something goes on while our clients are traveling. We will get an alert that says there was this that happened today, you know, check in with them because there may be something that affects the clients that you have traveling. So that is why it's important to, to, if you are working with a travel advisor, to ask them about their resources and what they're dealing with, because somebody who just quote plans travel, but doesn't have access to these things that can help you avoid a crisis while you're traveling, that, that to me is a big reason to use a good travel advisor. On their travel bingo card, who has volcano may erupt on it. And I know for me, I, I narrowly, was on a lockdown in Paris because of, of a terrorist attack. And I missed it by an hour. And had I been there an hour later, I would have been locked down and would have missed me next flight. There's so many things going on. So because of that, it just seems like probably when you're creating these trips, you still got to tell people, remember just to be patient and that life will happen if you travel enough. Oh, without, without question. Um, and, and anybody who travels any length of time, the more well-traveled my clients are, the more understanding because without a doubt the more you travel you will have an experience where you have to overnight due to an airport delay that is beyond your control and it's frustrating and it's exhausting but it's part of what happens if you travel enough now volcanoes and terrorist activities will be hopeful that most people don't have to experience that but you really don't know and um that that is why i do think in the moving forward it's not only going to be so more so much more important 
to stay on top of things, to, to keep a crisis averted is the best way to say it. But my other thing is, and this is horrible to sound this way because I'm one of these that never purchased the extra insurance on my car, or my television. Like I, I was, I don't need the extra insurance. I think travel, it's a different thing. I think, uh, I'm a big fan and I do tell my clients, if you don't get insurance for me, get it from somebody that you trust or you work with because there's going to be more and more situations where a, a, a quality, uh, travel insurance that has medical evacuation and different items, but you've got to read through because the majority of those trip insurances did not include pandemic. They have literally, and if you're in for reading lots of small print and laughing out loud, pandemic and zombie apocalypse, not joking, are in the exclusions for most trip insurance, most all, even reputable ones, zombie apocalypse and pandemic are in there. So people did not get their money back for a cancellation of a pandemic. What did happen is you had a lot of travel advisors working on clients' behalf to get credit or money back from the tour operators, hotels, and then the air providers in the United States, at least, were pretty good about at least extending waivers to use for future travel. The reason I tell people you're not getting the trip insurance for a future pandemic, you're getting it what happens more often than a pandemic is somebody falls and breaks their ankle in Greece and has to go to a hospital that their United States coverage does not cover. Or the grandfather that's traveling with the family uh, in Germany has a heart attack and has to be medevaced home. It sounds horrible, but I mean, those are what happens more often or you, you lose your luggage completely. And I'm telling you, that's one of the number ones when you have luggage theft or misplacement, you can fight the airlines, but it will be months before you get it back. Good trip insurance is going to help you while you're traveling. It's sage advice. Be patient, use insurance because anything and everything's going to happen. But I will say when it comes to flights being delayed and bad things happening, if a volcano ever made me lose, miss a flight, I would actually be okay with that. I'd be okay to say, you know what, I missed my flight because a volcano erupted because it'd be filled with stories. And that's really all, all I want. I know that you've created a lot of amazing trips, but I wanted to talk about the ones that were the most memorable to you. So which of the trips that you planned stick out in your mind emotionally that you're just really proud of? I love this question. And it, um, it reminds me of why I'm doing this. Um, without a doubt, and it's probably due to my age and demographic as an empty nester, uh, I do a lot of multi-generation trips. A lot of families that um, the grandparents want to take the kids and the grandkids and go on this once-in-a-lifetime trip. There's usually lots of moving parts and people traveling from different destinations. I see more and more college-age kids that are either studying abroad or um, again, grandparents that want to have a special milestone trip with their entire family, uh, and they need somebody who can get everybody to the same place at the same time, but multiple accommodations and different setups. I love doing this. Um, the specific ones that have warmed my heart is I had a call from a friend whose father uh, was diagnosed with dementia, and he knew um, what the prognosis was of, of how fast things could decline with his memory. Um, and so the patriarch uh, enlisted, uh, excuse me, actually the patriarch's wife enlisted me to have her three children and all the grandchildren flown in over Christmas and New Year's to the Cayman Islands. 
and they wanted one house big enough to accommodate everybody who ended up being, I can't remember exactly, but it was 10 or 12 room villa for all these families. And uh, to be able to have Christmas in the Virgin Islands, boat trips, meals, you know, everything set up for this whole family to have this last big celebration, knowing that the father was not going to have too many healthy me memories left. And they videoed, and it'll make me cry just talking about it, but they videoed telling him because the mother said, guess what? We're all going to the Cayman Islands for Christmas and you're paying for it. <laughs> and that was the first thing that was so cute is it was like, congratulations, we're sending you on this great trip and by the way, you're paying for it. But he teared up because he knew the whole family was dropping everything for Christmas and New Year's to come do this. And we had boat trips and I had a professional photographer come in and take a picture of the entire multi-gen family and they sent me a video with their stockings that I had in the villa for them saying, you know, Merry Christmas, Merry Day. And again, I just was like, this is why I love doing what I do um, because there's certain things that we hope to make special memories that to me, you just can't put a price tag on. And uh, the pictures and what they sent me back was wonderful, but that, that really warmed my heart. Um, I had another one that called me and an old childhood friend of mine who called me and said, um, my father was named after uh, his uh, uncle, his father's brother. So his name after his uncle who died uh, on, you know, the beaches in Pont de Hoc uh, during World War II. And nobody in my family has ever been to France and we want to go with the grandparents and the kids to show them where granddaddy's namesake died for our country so that they understand the meaning of that. And it was middle school age kids and the parents and the grandparents who'd never been there. And we not only coordinated getting these different families from different places to France and, and a private, you know, all day tour into, you know, the, the, the beaches, Ponta Hoc, Normandy, the USA front and the cemetery, but were able to pre the destination locate where the gravestone marker was so that the, the grandfather could see where his namesake was buried. And to me, that's just, I don't know how you get more special than that. And most of these families that have something like this, that they want to plan, come to me and say, this is what I want to do. I don't know how to put it together. And I can say, well, guess what I did. <laughs> Well, let's start working on it now because I'll do that. Another one that you did, when you told me about this one, I was like, hey, I'll sign up and do that myself. And this was loving parrot heads. Oh, I love this one. <laughs> um, love this client. Might be one of my favorite clients. Definitely in the top five that I've ever worked with. Um, he was in his mid-40s, had never been to Europe at all. Um, and his girlfriend who grew up in Europe but had not been back in ages, they wanted to go to Europe and she was like, I want to go to Europe. That is where I grew up. I want to see and do this. And he was like, just not really excited about it. He really could have cared less if he went to Europe or not. But he said, I tell you what, I'll go and I'll pay and we'll do this trip. But I want to see Jimmy Buffett because I understand he's touring there in the fall. And I was like, okay. And he said, I, I want to go to Dublin, London and Paris, but we're going to see Jimmy Buffett as, at one of his shows at all these places. And so literally that's how we planned the trip. 
and uh, had the basics set up, but he really didn't even care if he went and he was like, I'm more of a, I want to experience where I am. I don't want to have a tour. I don't want to do anything like that. But she really wanted to go into the Loire Valley and uh, do one of the wineries one day. And so at the last minute, I said, I know you're going to say no because you said no tours, but I put together a tour package and just want you to consider it. And he did it. They went over there, they did the tour package, they did the Jimmy Buffett shows, which I thought was such a fun, unique way to experience Europe. But uh, looking at his video, the Jimmy Buffett shows were like, I want to say maybe 200, 250 people in the venue. And as anybody knows that's been to a Buffett show, they're usually in huge venues. So they not only got to go and experience Europe the way they wanted to in their own terms, but have the fun thing of seeing you know, Jimmy Buffett, a really small venue while they were over there. So I thought that was a lot of fun. And that's the other thing I love about my job is uh, everybody travels their own way. I would have never in a million years thought to go follow Jimmy Buffett. Um, but he did. And it was so fun. And the pictures I have on my Instagram, you'll have to look at the Meredy travel. They're the ones jumping up in front of the in front of the Eiffel Tower. That's that's the couple that went and did that. And Anyway, it's such a fun way to travel, but I've had people who were obsessed with soccer and wanted club level soccer tickets while they were, you know, at, at Wembley Stadium. And it is amazing constantly to me, if, if you really want something and usually there's a price to it, we can usually find and get it. I've had people who wanted to go do, you know, the Monte Carlo and see the cars and do the racing there. I've I've had people, of course, you know, they're, that want to go run with the bulls and, and Pabloma, but you've, you've got just lots of different ideas and waiters to travel. And some people just want to go for the experience of seeing a beach. And guess what? There's nothing wrong with that. Um, <laughs> that's some of my favorite kind of travel right there. But then people can get very specific. And to me, there's not a right or wrong way to do it. It, it, it enriches your life, however you want to travel. I just think it's so fun to see the different ways people like to travel. The key phrase you said to me that stuck with me is everybody travels differently. Everybody travels in their own way. And uh, it's, it's so accurate. And I, I will say that going to events makes traveling even better. And there's, there's, they trump every conversation that someone's been having when you can say the sentence. When I saw musician X, Y, or Z in Paris, London, you're very skilled at creating trips events and you know a little bit about everything but also you're gifted because you travel yourself you're not someone who just sits back and says, you guys travel i'll just look it up you're an active traveler as well and you have a big trip coming up you're visiting the last country i went to actually you're visiting egypt so what inspired egypt and what's on the plan well i need to ask first because i couldn't remember from before did i tell you about my grandparents traveling the world did i tell you about that in the first one yes 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 okay my it was part of that when my grandparents sold the business in the seventies and I was literally, you know, a kid like seven or eight and they came back with the dolls. They also came back with pictures of my grandmother and my grandfather and my grandmother in the full bouffant hairstyle circa 1970s, huge glasses. And, uh, she's on a camel in the Sahara desert. And I was just, I'm going there. That's one of my, I mean, it's been on the, one of the top of my bucket list for quite some time. And uh, so I'm really super, super excited. And I am doing one of those, what we talked about earlier, familiarization trips with a wonderful group that I applaud to travel with. Um, and it's going to be very structured, and but I'm going to get to see and do a whole lot of what I want to and see a gazillion hotels as well as the Pyramid, the Sphinx, 
do a quick little Nile River cruise to experience that hot air balloon, camel ride, and come back. And again, what I love about some of these trips, they're fast paced, they're a lot. Um, it's a really tough work trip is what I'm trying to tell you, Randall. It's a work trip, but somebody's got to do this for my clients. I appreciate you taking this heavy burden. I know. I, I, I look, it's, it's, it's what I do and sacrifice. I'm a giver like that. <laughs> um, I, I, what I will do when I get back is I've already have two of my clients that are like, I cannot believe you're doing this without me. And I said, well, it's, it's not that I won't go back with you, but I really will have a ton of education to a destination that we put in the term of exotic where I come from, because it's not France, Italy, Caribbean. It's something that not everybody in every day somebody wants to go do this trip i'm super excited about it because it's been on my list for a while but i'll come back and of course not only have pictures and information but the knowledge to put together and say when we do this for your family you don't want to do the breakneck pace that i was doing i would recommend we we either extend the days of time or tone down what we do to exactly what meets what you want to do in egypt um, and the style and the way that you like to travel and we'll piece it together that way for a custom or I'll put together, you know, for a small group to do a, 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 a guided setup with a reputable tour operator for a small group to go. And um, that's what makes it fun. Uh, I can't wait to go. I think one of my next ones has to be Iceland. I booked a ton of Iceland in the last month. Have you, have you been? One of my favorite places. Okay. I have not been, I've sent people. Um, I literally, I think I'm up to seven group, seven different trips on Iceland right now for 2021 into early 22. Um, and I'm familiar with it, but I personally have not been, but because of the way they have really been rock stars in handling how they're gonna do the COVID setup and entrance. And it'll be interesting to see if they have a spike in cases or an issue, but their their concept was pretty simple. We're gonna get everybody vaccinated. We're gonna allow the people that have been vaccinated to come in, but you know, we're gonna still monitor and maintain and if things get hot and heavy, we'll shut down. So um, that's gonna be on one of the next on my list, I think is, is Iceland. Well, coincidentally, Iceland, in previous decades, previous generations, was not a beacon of tourism. It was a volcano that exploded around 2010-ish that just skyrocketed their tourists. So now we have another volcano that erupted galvanizing that. So it's, it's very coincidental how that's kind of bookending that. I will say this because I, I know we're talking about things from a perspective of travel advisor and not everybody wants a travel advisor. And I, you know, that's perfectly fine. But for those who say, you know what? I think I really would like to have one. I would definitely tell people one size does not fit all. While I work with from millennial honeymooners up to my, my bread and butter is my empty nester slot of people. And I have to say, I work with Southerners a lot because I speak Southern. I know how we travel and what we do. Really investigate because if there's something, you can find a million of us throughout the country that do this well. But talk to a couple of people before you get set on one or don't just go with a referral from your neighbor or your sister because um, you're going to find that we all do this differently too and it's you're going to have a much easier time who's somebody that speaks your travel language for in the first conversation if they're not asking about you where's the last hotel you stayed in what was the last trip you really loved what was the last trip that you really didn't like because if they don't hear you and 
y'all aren't on the same vibe, it's going to make it twice as hard to plan that great trip. Not that they can't, not that they can't do it, but I just think you're better off, you know, like Hemingway says, write what you know, travel and work with somebody that, that they know. They, they get you on an early on. And the beauty of it is if you ask a traveler their opinions, we are more than glad to share our opinions when it comes to travel. I got a text this morning saying, hey, I'm going to Turkey advice. And I was so excited. Stop what I was doing just to talk about previous trip to Turkey. This has been always wonderful. I could chat with you just every day of the week. We should, maybe we should, have, we should chat all the time. How can people stay up to date and how can they get more information and from your travel services? Um, yeah, you can find me uh, on most social media at marydtravel.com, and that's M-A-R-Y-D-E-E-T-R-A-V-E-L.com, my website, and at marydtravel on the social channels. Um, and I, like I said, I, I love what I do, and if, but if I'm not the right fit for somebody, I have tons of colleagues. We have a small, close-knit circle of travel advisors that we all just share advice and each other and get along. And if you don't fit with me, I can very quickly tell you who you'll fit with one of my colleagues. But um, no, I've really enjoyed it. But like I said, Mary D Travel is my particular company. I'm hosted by Travel Edge International, which is out of Canada. And I love my host agency. They're fantastic. So you can give them a check out too to see what Travel Edge is all about. Fantastic. But um, you are really neat, and I really enjoyed talking to you. I think it's so, well, again, as you could tell, I could sit and talk travel all day. And <laughs> I just think it's so intriguing to not just talk about them, but to hear what, what people felt and saw and how they experienced those. Because I don't know about you, to me, this is so much more fun than talking about politics. I don't even know what to do with myself. <laughs> I, would I would rather talk about this then then the economy then politics then uh kids carpool all day long that's so um to me it's, show it's this show just so i can selfish <laughs> all right well if i ever end up at phoenix i'm shooting you an email and we'll have to sit down and have a have a beer and visit because i've so enjoyed talking to you thank you so much for this opportunity like i've said I just, I love checking off my bucket list. And so I've now done a podcast, Jay Meredith. So thanks for your help with it. <laughs> well, we'll do it again. Let's chat. Let's chat this summer. And, I'll, and you can tell me all about each of All right. Sounds great. Thanks, Randall. Bye. Thank you, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Much appreciation to Mary D. More information, visit marydtravel.com. And we'll bring her back soon to hear about her reflections on her trip to Egypt. My new book, Curiosity, is currently available on Amazon. Curiosity celebrates the knowledge that strangers have to offer. Everyone has unique expertise and endless wisdom awaits the perpetually curious. Featuring 200 episodes from the Any Given Runway show, Curiosity explores the diverse lives of athletes, adventurers, and performers. From daring voyages across the Atlantic to unforgettable performances in the West End, Curiosity celebrates the sophisticated thing we call life. Everyone has a story. Each person is a scholar. Thank you for listening. Fill up that passport. I'll see you on the road. Adiento. Randall has become like... You know, New York's favorite son.